Welcome to Abstract Audio, the podcast presenting life as an abstract art form. The show that encourages you to proceed beyond the tangible, to extract the infinite from the finite, to see with the mind what you cannot physically see with the eyes. Oh, this? It's an emancipation. It's an exploration into areas usually overlooked. Explore with me on today's episode. Hello to all my pod pals out there. Sorry if the term pod pals just made you cringe a bit. Yep, I felt it as soon as I said it. Definitely a little cringe. But nonetheless, we're certainly no strangers to weird or uncomfortable things here. Welcome back to Abstract Audio, the podcast in which a creative change of perspective can make all the difference, especially in our day-to-day lives. I'm your host, Amber Janae, and today we'll get right on to it. On this fine October episode, we're talking sacrifice. I make sacrifices, Fitting for the start of spooky season, eh? But where'd it come from? What makes it so common in our society? And how can we discern when to properly use it? Now, it's no coincidence that last episode we were all hung up on the idea of unconditional love. Because in my mind, what is love but a precursor for sacrifice, right? It's almost like a little warning label should come with every relationship that says in really fine print, will require sacrifice. I mean, no one reads the terms and conditions anyway, but it's true, isn't it? Everything and anything you truly love or even just really want in this life will at some point require you to give up something else. That's a concept as abstract as any we've discussed. It kind of goes back to the notion of give and take we were playing around with a few episodes back. But there's something different about this, isn't there? Something almost sinister. (laughs) It's kind of like an underlying debt that must be paid, right? Something that holds so much power. Let's explore that contrast, shall we? To kick off our exploration... Let's define what exactly we mean by sacrifice. Many of us came to be familiar with the term through religious or spiritual interests. I mean, there's record of it in Islam, Judaism, early Hinduism. And there are many sacrifices in the Bible, for instance. And by that, I mean an act of slaughtering an animal or person or surrendering a possession as an offering to God or a divine supernatural figure. And you know, come to think of it, even as a child being raised up in the Christian church, that idea was something that didn't quite sit right with me. I mean, if murder was a sin, why was it all right to murder in God's name? Why was it all right for God to murder? Long story short, as I got older, a lot of things in religion didn't quite sit right with me. But thus is the path to enlightenment. I just wanted you to know that's the foundation I was working with. And even if you weren't necessarily a person who grew up in the church like I was, the act of sacrificing things is practically a Hollywood movie staple at this point. From Hunger Games to The Exorcist, it seems you can't really escape it. B-list celebrities and dead animals aside, though, at its core, 
Sacrifice typically involves giving up something valuable now for a greater purpose later. For example, you have financial sacrifices, which I assume we're all very familiar with, especially in this economy. These involve giving up money for a greater purpose, like saving for a house or supporting a charitable cause. There's personal sacrifices, and this can involve giving up personal desires or ambitions for the benefit of others or a larger goal, which has also been known to make people lose sight of who they are, but we'll touch on that later. You got sacrifices in relationships, which I personally feel are the most common. Not to be confused with compromise, but it's in the same realm. People, especially Black people, and even more so Black women, make personal sacrifices in their relationships to ensure the happiness and well-being of their loved ones all the time. You get the point. Sacrifices like these can bring about positive changes in our lives and the lives of others. That's facts. You know, I'm not arguing with that. And throughout history, there have been countless examples of people who made incredible sacrifices for the greater good. From civil rights leaders to scientists, their sacrifices have left an undeniable mark on society. I'm talking Rosa Parks, I'm talking Nelson Mandela. I'm talking Mahatma Gandhi. Learning from these historical figures can inspire us to make meaningful sacrifices in our own lives, whether it's for a cause we believe in or to improve our personal well-being. Even in recent years, the sacrifices made by medical professionals during that staged-ass COVID-19 pandemic did save countless lives. One thing we all learned the hard way from that pandemic, though, is that sacrifice can be a conscious choice or something thrust upon us. Which, I suppose, is why so many people regard it as a noble thing, right? Be honest. When you hear sacrifice, do you think heroic? You probably do. And you wouldn't be alone in feeling that way. But does heroism necessarily apply here? I mean, after all, it's been said that no one can truly achieve anything in life without a small amount of sacrifice. Think about parents sacrificing their sleep to care for a newborn or soldiers sacrificing their safety to protect their country. Not that I support any Black people fighting for a country that wasn't made for them, but that's besides the point. I mean, we sacrifice our sleep for our jobs, our sanity for our kids, our dreams for a paycheck. Does all that make us all heroes? No. It's like how they say everyone is special. Is anyone in that case? If we all know that life comes with these unspoken debts we're fated to pay, then why are some of us made out to be martyrs fighting the good fight when we do and others aren't? I suppose it could be because not all sacrifices are positive. I mean, don't get me wrong. Many times they're acts of love and devotion, but not always. Take a few more historical examples. You have the Aztec human sacrifices for one. Yeah, the Aztecs practiced human sacrifices on a significant scale as part of their religious rituals early on. Captives from wars and even members of their own society were sometimes sacrificed to appease their gods, often in gruesome ways. Or you can compare to the Thuggi cult in India. The Thuggi cult operated in India for centuries, where members would befriend travelers and then strangle them in the name of their goddess, Kali. It's estimated they were responsible for the deaths of thousands of people. Or we can look at the infamous Jonestown Massacre. And we all know that story. In 1978, the leader of the People's Temple, Jim Jones, orchestrated a mass suicide. Over 900 people, including children, died after drinking poison juice. 
following Jones's orders, of course. Throughout history, various ancient cults even practiced child sacrifices as part of their religious rituals. The Carthaginians, for example, sacrificed infants to their god Baal. And many people, myself included, believe that that tradition still continues today in higher classes of elite society. Even today, in modern times, human trafficking and forced labor are examples of dark sacrifices where individuals are exploited and often subjected to inhumane conditions for the profit or benefit of others. I say all this to say, we can't all be Gandhi, right? And Gandhi shouldn't be the standard. I mean, neither should Jim Jones. But you know what I mean. These two men, though, do have one thing in common at the end of the day. They're human. Sacrifices don't make you a hero or a villain. They just make you human. Sacrifice is literally woven into the very fabric of our history and now our daily lives. When used as intended, it's an essential part of personal growth, relationships, and even a successful career. Provided you're not a cult leader, that is. <laughs> it's true. Sacrifice often paves the way for our own progress or the progress of those we care about. I like to think that even the darker examples I just provided felt that their sacrifices would somehow do just that deep down. I mean, thus is the nature of the concept. They even say that human trafficking is a larger part of the U.S. economy than any of us would like to realize or acknowledge. Not justifying it, of course. But just think about what that would mean and about where all those missing kids are. I'm here to make you think, after all. My real question, though is with just as many negative examples as there are positive. Why do we really rush to associate sacrifices with heroism and bravery to begin with? Part of me feels that it's a story we're told or a story we tell ourselves to feel better. Much like religion. Actually, a lot like religion. You know what? Matter of fact, let's take another look at religion, for instance. For many people, the ultimate and earliest sacrifice they witnessed was God's, of Jesus on the cross, right? Now, it's important to keep in mind the Bible was written by a man, and everything in it is not to be taken literally. But suppose for a second that we did. I always found it unsettling that such a huge supposed sacrifice also comes with an equally huge debt we're inclined to repay. With our lives at that. Sounds a little sinister. I don't know about you, but I don't like to be or feel indebted to anyone. Even if it's like $40, $50 we're talking about, but my life? And sorry to throw race into everything, but Black people, the white man's Christianity taught us that we must sacrifice here on earth if we are to be rewarded in death. We made their heaven here on earth for them, and they pointed ours toward the sky. Really, that's where so many start to fall into this mindset of sacrificing the present moment for the future. We're programmed to not only acknowledge that things will be better someday in the future than they are now, but also to live our present lives specifically for then, for that day. This mentality has people all gung-ho for suffering now and buying into the dream that happiness will instead come later. And that to me is a huge component of why so many people are in a collective state of mental disarray in our society. Rather than living life in the now and fully experiencing the present moment, we're still concerned with waiting, waiting for things to get better, waiting for the time to be right, waiting for things to be perfect, waiting for the reward to our sacrifice. Well, let me tell you something. The time will never be right because time is a social construct. It isn't real. 
So what exists there isn't real yet either. But you know what is real? Right now, this moment, too often we sacrifice our happiness in search of greater happiness. Isn't that insane? You know how they say happiness is where you are or nowhere at all. Grass ain't always greener or all that. Now, does adjusting your frame of mind completely eliminate the need for sacrifice altogether? Of course not. But to me, it simply means we don't always have to be giving something up or searching or waiting for something to get the most out of life. Life may not be easy, but ultimately, the correlation between sacrifice and progress is a profound reminder that the journey is as significant as the destination. In a world that upholds noble virtue, it's time to question whether we should be its willing slaves. From an early age, we're taught that self-sacrifice is a path to virtue, a ticket to respectability, and perhaps even a shiny badge of honor. We're told that giving up our own desires, dreams, and well-being for the sake of others or a greater cause is the highest form of morality. But as we've seen, this isn't always the case. Sacrificing time, effort, resources, etc. can be deeply fulfilling at times, don't get me wrong. However, it's essential to recognize that not all sacrifices are created equal, and not all are worth the price that we pay. So, what is it that makes a sacrifice heroic? Or demonic? Or just something in between, that gray area that forces us out of the present moment? Is it the outcome? The risk? The level of personal suffering? (laughs) Wouldn't that be a sick indicator? No. Honestly, to me, it's all about selflessness. If you're willing to make that sacrifice, knowing it might not personally benefit you at all, that's what makes all the difference. That's why parents aren't heroes for the sacrifices they make for their kids. That's your bloodline, your legacy, your responsibility. It benefits you to see them win. Hopefully, they'll put you up in a nice home for all your efforts. (laughs) Soldiers fighting for your country. Sorry, same deal. You're fighting for your country that you reside in for direct benefits. It directly serves you. It's a job. And nobody needs to fight those wars. But once people start doing things with the mindset, the true mindset of one for all, For the true greater good, not that bullshit that they sell you on TV. That's when change happens. There are no heroes, no villains, just people with different motivations and varying degrees of dedication to different causes. The real danger lies in becoming slaves to our sacrifices or letting our sacrifices define the lives of those we do it for. When it becomes our default mode of existence, when it robs us or our loved ones of our autonomy, happiness, or the ability to progress. It's been said that human progress is neither automatic nor inevitable, that every step forward requires sacrifice, suffering, and struggle, the tireless exertions and passionate concern of of dedicated individuals. Martin Luther King Jr. said that actually. And I certainly agree that not everyone can live up to that man's standard. But he's right. Sacrifices can lead to positive outcomes. But I also like that he didn't downplay the fact that they can also have negative consequences. Overextending ourselves or sacrificing too much for the wrong thing 
can lead to burnout, resentment, strained relationships, whether it be one-on-one or in society as a whole. I wanted to specify that because progress is not a solitary endeavor. It's a communal journey where each person's sacrifices harmonize, interlocking like the gears of a clock. One person's sacrifice may be the pivot upon which another's progress relies. It's a symphony where each instrument sacrifices its autonomy for the sake of the harmonious whole. Unfortunately, we're far from that reality, and this society is far from harmonious. But nonetheless, it's important to strike a balance between giving to it and preserving our own well-being. Self-care should never be sacrificed to the point of self-destruction. Yet, self-interest should never outweigh the needs of the many. It's crucial to be mindful of the potential pitfalls and ensure that our sacrifices align with our values and our long-term goals. Now, if we could all just agree on some, right? As we wrap up this episode, I just want to thank you all so much for joining me yet again on this abstract exploration of sacrifice. If you enjoyed this episode, please go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Abstract TV, Feel free to leave a review and share it with others. While you're at it, go ahead and follow us on socials at The Abstract Audio Show. Your support helps us continue bringing you thought-provoking discussions like these. Well, until next time, you guys, never sacrifice your authenticity and always appreciate the abstract in your life.